Hello and welcome to Personalized Learning with Matt and Courtney. My name is Matt. My name is Courtney. Hey, we talk about the do-do's and don'ts of personalized learning. Darn straight. And we kind of have gotten back to that a little bit. We've gone a little bit back to the foundations of personalized mm-hmm. learning. We have. We have. Always important to circle back to those now and then. Uh, so we missed last week. Sorry, not sorry. I don't know. <laughs> life. <laughs> we missed a, an entire uh, season. So, you know, the fall we were absent. So one week, not so bad. I, I forgot about that. You're right. Yeah. So, well, it does seem like it was like, what, 14 or 15 years ago. It's at this point. Uh-huh. So, you know, yeah. It's okay. Flood my head on the microphone. It does. <laughs> so anyway, we're back <laughs> today. We're back today. We're back. Um, to talk about scoring scales again, and specifically exceeding or score four. This is one of my favorites. So first off the bat, off before we go over the mat. All right. So love it or hate it. Score four. Love it or hate it. Exceeding. Um, it, I did not expect that question. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say I have a love-hate relationship with fours. Yeah. You know, uh, I, what, what, well, before I get into it, what about you? Um, so I think my, I, I hate them, but if we got to have them, I will love making them with you. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's good. That's yeah. good. So why do you, why do you hate having them? Does this go back to our conversation about how we hate grading in general? Or- yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And it's, <laughs> it's just a construct to be able to say, my kid is better than your kid. Um, I kind of feel like if they're doing well on a standard, move them to the next standard. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree as long times listeners know. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, you were right with your second part too. We kind of do have to have them. Yeah. Yeah. For we have lot, to have them fine. Yeah. And we can have a lot of fun making them. We so. sure can. <laughs> we sure can. And this is, this is why I love them. Because once you figured out what a four is, which is what we're going to get into today, uh, then it works out great. Then you can have lots of fun with creating them and finding them and doing them with kids. At the same time, if you don't really have a good plan for your fours, you're going to turn out to hate them and yes. go back to where we were. Right. <laughs> That's it. So you, ha- you have to have a plan. And do you want to get into that right now? Yeah, we might as well. Let's start with some don't do's, can we? Exactly. I was going to say, let's start with the the don't do's because the general type of a four right now is uh, there are two ways that it's been talked about in a a part of a scale. One of them is, um, as you mentioned before, exceeding the standard. Yeah. And that's the whole statement. What? (laughs) Yep. Here's another don't do is like, uh, I'm going above and beyond the standard uh and that'll be my four um i've heard it read as um going above and beyond explicitly not taught in the classroom right yeah something about the kid like learn stuff on their own without help from the teacher like that's Mm -hmm. i'm gonna shout out some equity issues with that (laughs) just saying so none of those work for a a variety of reasons. And yeah, I have another one that doesn't oh, work. Bring, bring it on. Bring it on. So a huge don't, this is like my biggest don't do, Uh-oh. is when you use subjective language, like sophisticated. Gotcha. Um, 
yeah, nope, you can't, no. No. Every every one of these that we've talked about so far have the same problem is that they are too vague a statement mm-hmm. yeah, and open for interpretation to every single teacher, which creates inconsistency. And as you mentioned a second ago, the most important part, it creates inequity for your students. Yeah. And that is uh, probably the biggest don't do of everything we do, we talk about with personalized learning is we don't want to create more inequity than already exists in our classes. Right. Where we're trying to do something different. Yes. Um, Any other don't do's? Um, Don't, uh, don't give exceeds. Exceeds does not equate above grade level. Excellent point. Yeah. You see that one too. Yep. Usually sometimes I see that in uh more the other way that if they've met if they've met uh, a particular uh, target at a three level does that mean they've got a two in the next grade level on the same strand and obviously the answer is no why why would it it's a new standard Uh, but at the same time uh, less often but I have heard this also that if I am moving ahead does that mean that I now have a three on the next grade level in this standard because I've got a four in grade two. Does that mean I'm a three in grade three? And no, why, why would you there? They should be different standards. Yeah. So they no, don't relate different standards. They don't relate. It's a progression. Yeah. So, right. um, so yeah, those are all like super bad things. Don't, yeah, do don't those. do those. Don't okay. do those. Don't do those. Now let's talk about the duties. <laughs> okay. So we obviously have a plan for fours. Yeah. But I, what I do want to ask you is, have you seen, have you seen fours be successful in other ways than the way that, that we have done this? I, uh, <laughs> um, so I think the only other way I've seen it work out other than what we're going to explain, but it kind of relies on what we've explained is when the teachers have, have done such a nice job making the learning so transparent with students that they just go to the students and say, what do you need? What do you think you need to do to exceed? Okay. That's, that's not, that's not bad. Right. But it's built on the same like, you know, theory that we're going to talk about. So uh, some of it, some of it can, I think there's, there's some inequity there also Mm -hmm. um, because we talk about scales being clear and transparent for kids. Right. Um, And if we're, if we are, if we're not really specific in how we talk about that with kids. Yeah. Then, yeah. We're, yeah. then we're creating some inequity there also. Oh, 100%. Yeah, no, the, it need, yeah, you need to have a well-built scale in order for that move to work. Uh, and I would argue that the well-built scale with a four, that every teacher is on board with the theory of how that four is built. So a four for me is the same way that you are building a four in your classroom and the person down the hall, right. and the person out of the hall and in the same building and in the same district, it should right. be all the same, which is why we're about to present the plan for fours. Have you seen it work any other way? Oh God, no, no. Okay. okay. No, it right. just doesn't. It I just was doesn't. like, 
I'm like, is there another way? Our plan is the way. <laughs> Our, this is the way. <laughs> there, there, there is no other way that I've seen uh, a consistent message go out to kids and to parents about what a four actually is. Mm-hmm. But clearly, since we've been doing this podcast for six or seven years now, we have a plan for everything. <laughs> Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> the things we don't have plans on for, we don't really talk about. So how would you know, <laughs> listeners? <laughs> but we do have one for fours. And I think it is uh, brilliant because it is so succinct. And you can talk about it in 15 seconds. Well, and it's also been vetted by by Bob Marzano himself. So also true, <laughs> which is always nice to have that, uh, that confirmation that yeah. we're not just making stuff up. Yeah, but to be clear, it. we were super confident in this before he was even like, oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's how you do it. Yeah. Completely agree. <laughs> Completely agree. All right. Do, do you want to, do you want to give the 15 second, how you do this? All right. So sure. So you've got your standard and you've set it at a reasoning level for level three for meeting. Let's say, and I'm using the Marzano Bloom taxonomy because that's what I am most familiar with. Mm -hmm. Uh, So on that structure, let's go with um, it's a comprehension level standard. So the students Mm -hmm. have to symbolize, right? They have to do something to diagram or chart or represent an illustration some way. So to exceed, all I need to do is look at the next complex level of reasoning. So on the chart, whatever chart it is you're looking for, looking at with the Marzano taxonomy, you go up. (laughs) So what's the chunk, the reasoning chunk above comprehension? It is analyzing. So now instead of just having to symbolize something with a concept, the learner now has to analyze something with that concept. And that is how you exceed. That's the simplest way to exceed. That's the easiest way to get it across. Yeah. Same, same standard, higher rigor level. Yep. And that's go up. <laughs> that's really it. And if you think about it, it makes sense because a lot of these things that we talked about in our don't do's like the above and beyonds, et cetera, et cetera. One of the ones I, that we forgot to mention was uh, deeper learning. Yeah. Uh, that's another one, generic statement there. Well, deeper yeah. learning kind of implies you're going a different level onto the taxonomy, right? Right. More complex reasoning level. Yeah. So we came up with the idea, and I'm pretty sure this was your idea, Courtney, that we took the standard, moved it up a rigor level. You're going deeper on that one. And you're done. Yeah. One of the one of the questions that we always had from kids and parents was, you know, I don't want to do more work or a different. I feel like I'm doing something different. Right. And it's like, well, some of the ways that they're written, you are doing something different, which I don't think makes sense. Um, And I could see the confusion for kids. But if you're working on the same standard, you're just going deeper with it. Yeah. Aren't you implying deeper learning? Yep. Therefore, we're brilliant and we're done. Yeah, and the learners can all still connect socially because learning is social around the same topic. Yeah. You, it, it doesn't exactly. automatically separate out all the learners in the class. So now, all right, can I move on to like the other way? Because I just gave the easiest example ever, right? But it can be That's hard. It can be harder. So let's say yeah. that you're, all right, everybody whip out, take out your Marzano taxonomy. Let's say your level three is already at analyzing. Okay. Then what? 
right? Well, one uh, option. Uh, nobody gets a four. No, <laughs> sadly, that that is That's the reality unfair. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Well, unfair. one option is to go up to using knowledge. Mm-hmm. Huge warnings around that. It is the hardest and most complicated one to actually make work. And most often when someone thinks they're doing it, they're not. Um, totally agree. So, totally agree. And I have been personally guilty of that one. I have too. Uh, I think we all have. It, yeah. It's a very difficult taxonomy level. Agreed. It's very difficult. Yeah. Um, all right. So obviously that would be, that's one way. But if that really doesn't feel like it's possible, then you combine So you asked what, so let's say that the standard is asking for comparing, right? Mm -hmm. So, right. Compare the leadership styles of various U S presidents. Okay. So that's meeting. So to exceed now I'm going to layer on a second kind of analysis. So I want them to compare and make an argument and construct support. So they're doing more reasoning, right? So mm-hmm. not only they're not just comparing. So now I want them to compare the leadership styles and then make an argument for which was the best leader in a particular situation or who would have been the best leader for a particular situation. So like, I don't know. So maybe that maybe they you're looking at the founding people of our nation and you 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 cat you compare leadership styles to some of our founders. And then you take them and then you go, okay, let's think about modern day, right? In X situation, who would have been the best leader and why? Mm -hmm. Now you're exceeding. Now you're exceeding. Exactly right. I think the way that we've come up with these, A, is not only brilliant, uh, but B, this was put into practice in the district we formerly worked in. Yes. And it worked and it worked oh, not yeah. just as a communication tool to parents to understand what a four was, but our kids really took to it and understood it because oh, yeah. they, they already got the concept of what a taxonomy level or a rigor level was. Therefore they could, as you mentioned before, they could potentially design some of their own four level stuff because they knew how to read a chart. Yeah. And do, like, do some of the things that exactly what you just said right. would be great options for them because they knew what they were doing. Right. So I, I think it's not just our theory and our, you know, our admittedly brilliant theory, <laughs> um, but it was a, a practical use of the taxonomy yeah. and using it what works. a scale was. And it works. It works. Yeah. It works. And once you get a hang of it, oh man, the different things you can come up with are, exactly. are exciting. And then all of a sudden you're like, no wait, I just want that to be the three because that's really fun. <laughs> like I'm sitting here thinking, okay, here's another example. So you know how like a really fun thing that people like to do is to use um, it's an- analysis, analogical thinking. So create a metaphor, create an analogy for a cell, mm-hmm. right? Okay. That's your three, your four, Find someone else's analogy for a cell, compare it to a different analogy for a cell and point out all the weaknesses, right? Or just, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna, I thought you were going to say the four would definitely be uh, bake a cake that looks like a cell. Hush. <laughs> I will never forget uh, that meeting we had with. Lori and Robin about that one. Lori and Robin. <laughs> Hi, Lori and Robin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right that this just opens up the possibilities 
and and this doesn't seem like it's a mind-blowing concept here about this deeper learning uh it seems fairly it is though it It is is mind-blowing for people but it is so simple that once once you get it it's like oh yeah I get this. And then it becomes, then you start to love the four because it comes, becomes fun to figure out what, what it could be. I think the results of this happen that one of the biggest pushbacks that you will always have as a teacher or as an administrator is from the parents and the kids about my teacher doesn't allow me to get a four. Uh, We're not being offered fours offered in quotation marks there. And then you get pushback from parents about, okay, my kids aren't going to be as successful as those kids who used to get A's and stuff because there's a no separation. As we talked about before, my kids better than yours. Uh, But it's a fair point. If teachers don't know what to do, therefore not even have the opportunity to go deeper a little bit, that's super frustrating on everybody's level because teachers feel like I should be, I just don't know how to do this. And parents yeah. are like, you should be doing this. You should figure out how to do this. And kids are like, what the heck? So it it solves all of those problems right in one nice, easy, mm-hmm. go up a level on the taxonomy and use the same standard. Yeah. It's that so is, elegant. It's it is. So it elegant. is well, it's what we do here. It's what we do. <laughs> so I, I think that's a nice, solid way to talk about fours. Yeah. And... Uh, what I'd like to challenge our listeners to is if you uh, agree or disagree, feel free, but try it out with one of your standards mm-hmm. that you might be struggling with trying to figure out what a four actually means. Try our system to see what happens in the classroom and let us know about it. Because I think, I think you'll find, as Courtney said, it just opens up all those different cool possibilities that you wouldn't have thought of before as you're trying to create something more difficult or deeper learning or all those general statements that don't really mean anything. Yeah. Oh, you know what else is another do don't do? It's not just more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not like this kid wrote one page, this kid wrote four pages exceeds. No, it's not just doing more. <laughs> yeah. 10 page paper does not equal a four. No. No, it never does. It never does. Um, so I really like our, our, uh, our, our system here. And yeah. you're like, it's elegant. It's brilliant. Of course we came up with it. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, to be fair, uh, this took like four or five years in a proficiency-based system to come up with also. <gasps> so it wasn't easy. Uh, we just realized we had to do something and really put some mind into it. And then you came up with that one day and we're like, oh my God, I don't see any downsides to this. Yeah, I did this before I came to the district you and I worked with. That could well be, but at that yeah. at that point, I was already in that district for four or five years. Right? Yeah, you had already you, you were all already in it. No, yeah, I stumbled upon this before I started working in the same district as you. Nice. Did. And uh, yeah, makes sense. It's good stuff. It makes sense. Um, solving fours is is an issue for everybody who's doing this work. Um, so our advice is even if you don't like the way we did it, come up with a system that works and is, tries to be as elegant as what we've had, that you can, you can say in 10 to 15 seconds, what it is and explain that to kids, uh, whatever your system works, uh, just needs to be consistent and everybody knows what they're doing. Yep. So try that and let us know how it goes. You can 
find us uh, just by looking at PLearnMC for literally any anywhere. Go to our website, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah, uh, yeah you will find us. Uh, and thanks for listening. We'll talk next week.